0: This is Computer Talk with TAB, hosted by Eric Semmel of TAB Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by
1: phone
2: at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelp@tabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs at TAB. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. I know. Okay, so it's a beautiful. Gorgeous Saturday morning, I do realize that, and uh, we're here in the studio, pasty white computer geeks that we are. You know, we came up from the basement to come and help you out with your computer problems. So uh, if you have any, I got a feeling our lines are going to be pretty open today (laughs) because you're all making dump runs or doing yard work or whatever you're doing, Uh, enjoying this beautiful weather. But the geeks are in the house, so feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC. 522 WTIC, wherever you are in the country, too. You're listening over to the podcast or the stream over at radio.com. You know, maybe your weather is not as good as it is here in Connecticut, uh, which is rare. I think we only have 56 days a year of nice weather. Um, but you know, maybe somewhere else in the country, you got some bad weather. You want to get online, feel free. So, it got some IT news for you. Uh, last Sunday, Google, yes, Google went down. Um, the Google network was majorly impacted by an outage, and people who <laughs> use their Google Nest to deal with their AC or the, the nesting technology that allows for your locks to open and close remotely through, a, through an app, well, Sunday night, they couldn't get in their houses because their Google was down. And some of the tweets that are out there is is uh, kind of funny because they're like all excited about getting their Google nat their Google Nest, um, and uh, what ha- and their their automation for their houses, but they can't get in, in because the internet's down. Again, to me, it seems kind of silly that you wouldn't offer your your users a local device in your home that works over Bluetooth or your own Wi Fi, talking to Google, to say, "Hey, Google, I'm home" via the internet to allow for your Nest control to come on or your Or your locks to open or close. Seems kind of silly to me. A local device to deal with when the internet goes down. Yes, Google, you go down. Uh, Seems like it's smart to me. And they sell you these Google this and Google that, these smart microphones. I'm sorry, they call them smart speakers. You know, build in a little bit of technology there to say, hey, if the internet's down and the smartphone's in proximity communicating locally over the Wi-Fi... It could still work. But no, they have to use the Internet. And the thing about this, it's kind of interesting. Wired did a great story because Google was extremely open about what happened. And uh, basically, they described very technically what went on and, and and what they had to deal with. And their their network is able to deal with outages like this because it can actually – it can choose services that it's going to turn off. And in this case, Google um, kept things like search as a high priority. So, it's obviously, if you can't get to Google, you're going to go to Yahoo and Bing, and that could be that they don't want that to happen. So, they would let those services continue as their network is getting, you know, breaking um, and lower other technologies' prioritizations. And the problem was they lowered their ability, their tools to repair the network's priority as well. So the Google engineers figured out the problem, but because the network was saving itself and lowered the tech, lowered the prioritization of the tools, the engineers couldn't fix the problem. It literally was a catch-22 within their own network. Um, and Wired did a great job if you're really interested in, in what happened with Google's network. We'll put the link up here for you. Uh, it's it, strangely to have a company like Google be so open about what happened um, and explain it so technically is really refreshing. I mean, Facebook goes out. They don't tell you why. Microsoft goes down. They don't tell you why. Google pretty much told them told tells you why and um they also had a software that kicked in like an AI that kicked in and started deprioritization of of updates and 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 that also caused a cascade of the network to be impacted by this outage um so
0: the rule of unintended consequences yeah
2: so i'll put some links up here for you guys about this recent Google outage if you experienced it last sunday and uh what went on but um very interesting Uh, A little too geeky to bring up uh, over the radio specifically, but if you want to learn more about it, um, my only point would be make sure you have a backup to get in your house. You know, like a key (laughs) if your Google goes down. um, That way you can get in your house. What do you got there, Bob?
0: Well, I got a lot of them to segue into each other. Yeah. The first one, Maine governor signed strict Internet privacy protection bill. Really, the law would require would require Maine's ISPs to get customers' approval before selling or sharing their personal data.
2: Okay. So they,
0: you have to tell them yes, it's okay, or you tell them no, you can't share my data.
2: You don't automatically opt in with the yes, it's okay.
0: No, 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 no.
2: Oh, you have to actually make a choice. you've
0: actually got to make it, and it's uh, the information. The it's going to require. To get permission from their customers before selling or in a third party, the law goes into effect July 1st. Okay. So they got another month to make money on your on your
2: information, yeah. The
0: Internet's a powerful tool and it increasingly becomes intertwined with our lives. It's appropriate to take steps to protect the personal information and privacy of Maine people. All right. Governor Janet Mills said in a statement after signing the bill into law. Very nice. So that's the first the, one. Uh, the pri- other one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you We're in- talking about privacy here. Mm-hmm. Microsoft quietly pulls massive facial recognition database from the internet.
2: Interesting. The
0: data set include of more than 10 million images have been linked to China's crackdown on ethnic Muslims.
2: Oh, so Microsoft <clears> is involved <throat> in China. Hmm, interesting.
0: Okay, yep. Microsoft has quietly taken down a massive facial recognition database containing more than 10 million images of roughly 100,000 people. Wow. The images were gathered from search engines and published in 2016 to a data set called MS Celeb and used to train facial recognition systems around the world, including by military researchers and Chinese firms such as SenseTime, Megville, and uh, oh, the, the Financial Times reported Thursday. Mm-hmm. The data set previously used in, uh, in an AI project to recognize celebrities had been linked to China's efforts to crack down on ethnic minorities in the country. Mm. The site was intended for academic purposes, Micro said in a statement. (laughs) It was run by an employee that is no longer with Microsoft and has since been removed. Mm. Facial uh, facial recognition technology is commonly used for everyday tasks like unlocking phones Mm -hmm. and tagging friends on social Mm media. But privacy concerns persist. Advances in artificial intelligence and the proliferation of cameras have made it increasingly easy to watch and track what individuals are doing. Right. Law enforcement agency, here's the good part, mm-hmm. uh, frequently rely on technology to help with investigations. But the software isn't without its
2: flaws. Okay.
0: Software used by the UK's Metropolitan Police yeah. okay, was reported earlier this year to produce matches, incorrect matches, in 98% of cases.
2: Wouldn't it be nice opposite. to sit,
0: be sitting in jail and be one of those 98% Yikes.
2: then? <laughs> That's the opposite of what other articles have said about its ability. You know, it's 98% accurate in the 2%. I mean, that was like something we talked uh, about last highest week.
0: I've seen... The highest I've seen, uh, anybody reports, 95. Okay, yeah, 95. 90 being about the average. Yeah. But then they said, by default, if you don't do any tweaking, it, out of the box, theoretically, it would be around 80%. This is but, 98. <coughs> this is this a UK
2: is, system. It's that bad. It's uh, 2%. <laughs> 2%. <laughs> Jeez.
0: So uh, many of the people featured in the data set were not, uh, were not asked for their consent to be included, but right. their images were scraped from the Internet un- under the creative commons license according to the ft
2: now this is again this is that microsoft employee who had his little side gig taking data off of microsoft's cloud probably that you know seems seems kind of not sanctioned by microsoft that they now take it down
0: well there was a rogue developer guess, and they uh, let him go yeah.
2: <laughs> i don't know microsoft <laughs> uh, i mean i saw a recent article about like like the fbi had 650 million faces in a database, I wonder where they got that. Probably Mark Zuckerberg. I'm guessing Facebook. You mean? Maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? You wouldn't need. It'd be very easy because all you need is a Facebook account. And you get so many people that I've never seen or heard of. You know what I mean? Right. Because they link to somebody else, to somebody else, and then you get to see their stuff. Yeah. I don't do it, but my picture's there through other people.
2: Yep. Oh, well, we so, recognize you, Bob. We recognize you. <clears throat> Here's one for you. Is your broadband bill too high? Well, of course it is. Consider moving to Idaho. They get the internet for free in Idaho. Municipal fiber, half the price of Comcast, AT&T. The city of Amman in Idaho is now offering internet access for free. It's practically free. 15 megabits for $1.88 a month. That's a good deal. Um, they have other prices. So if you want... Um, to get internet there, you can also get gigabit, the 500 megabits or gigabit service. The 500 megabit service is nine dollars and ninety eight cents a month. And if you want to get to gigabit, it's a penny more. Ten bucks. Nine ninety nine. nine. <laughs> Who wouldn't go for that? Exactly. So this is again municipal internet competing with the big broadband companies, and you're getting your internet for nine dollars and ninety nine cents a Ooh. month.
0: <clears throat> you know those lobbyists cost money.
2: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So uh, I'm not again. I'm a, we need competition, right? Here in Connecticut, we have you got one incumbent provider, Comcast, AT and T, Cox, whatever it might be, and nothing else. And our bills are insane. You know, we pay eighty, ninety bucks for fifty megabits. This is nine dollars for a thousand megabits, guys. And now, of course, you ask yourself, do you want your government to build your internet? And there's many examples of why you don't. Government doesn't do such a good job at things, um, but at least Changing the system <laughs> to allow for uh, competition to come in.
0: They would never be able to do it here in this uh, state uh, because they would have to, uh, all the people running it would have to be union mm. and they would have to pay them like $10,000 uh, an um, hour. An hour. <laughs> yeah. And well, it uh,
2: has failed here in Connecticut. Um, there has been some failed, I think, in Groton, it's been failed. Uh, has a failed attempt, but there's there's uh, some companies coming in to offer other internet services. But nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month is quite attractive. Now, of course, you do though have to pay forty bucks to connect uh, a month because you're paying the municipality to build that fiber network. So they have a charge of around forty dollars uh, that you're going to have to pay, or or uh, or fifty or so. So it's not it's not as low as nine ninety nine. You so have that little connection a month. fee. Yeah, it's still for 60 bucks a month for 1,000 megabits. That's only about
0: 30% of what I'm paying now.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you're thinking about leaving Connecticut, think about going to Idaho <laughs> if you want high-speed internet.
0: So. Yeah, and they got great potatoes out there. <laughs>
2: That's what I hear. <laughs> We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, guys. Feel free to get online. Three lines open for you. one uh, 800 522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab on this gorgeous Saturday morning, and thank you guys for joining us. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you, eight hundred nine six six wtic 522-WTIC. Let's get right to your calls. Tom in Southington has been on the longest. Hey, Tom.
3: Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, sir? Well, on my laptop, I think I got the blue screen of death here.
2: Oh, boy. What does it say?
3: Well, it won't boot up, and it says K-mode exception not handled.
2: All right.
3: And I looked it up, you know, on the internet on another computer, and it tells you what to do. But to do that, the computer's got to boot up, and it won't boot up. It's just caught in a cycle or a loop now.
2: You can't get into any safe mode at all, Tom. You can't F eight it and get into safe mode.
3: No, no, the safe mode doesn't work.
2: Oh boy! All right. So, how old's the machine?
3: Yeah, about eight and a half years old.
2: Eight and a half. All right. So. There's a point where it's not going to make a whole lot of sense to bother with it. Is it, but it's running Windows 10, huh?
3: Yeah, it's running Windows 10, and it's caught in a loop. Yeah. When it first started, it said like 20% complete. And yeah. now, then it was up to 80% last night. I had to turn it on this morning. It says 100%, but it's still not doing anything. It's just caught in that loop. It just keeps going round and round.
2: Oh, was there an update that you're saying happened?
3: Well, I don't know. I'm just saying this K mode, when I first got it, it mm. said complete then uh yesterday I took a picture of it so because it flashes so quick on the screen you can't even read it all.
0: I've yeah. got a, so go I ahead, a, Bob. I've got, I've got a repair kit that says it fixes it but you it's it. not from Microsoft so I can't guarantee. But well it says yeah
3: it, but how do you get the repair kit into the laptop if it won't boot
0: up? Well there's a uh, uh, instructions on how to do that here. For the K-motor oh. exception.
2: So you're going to boot yeah, under I mean, a USB so. stick or something? Most likely you're going to boot under a stick or something.
3: Yeah, well, somebody, a friend of mine that, that knows about computers gave me a stick to boot it up, and that doesn't work either.
2: Well, you got to tell the machine and the bias to go to the stick.
3: And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did that, and then I tried it yesterday, and it still doesn't work. Oh,
2: so it's ignoring your your bias. Hmm, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Um... This, it's not easy to fix, from what I'm reading here. Literally, it says in some of these things, this is not easy easy to correct. Um, do you, you don't have the original software? Probably it was Windows Seven or Windows Eight, correct?
3: Yeah, I might have it. Yeah, I probably have backup discs on
2: that. Well, then you you could of course you know start fresh, wipe it, reload with your operating system discs. Uh, do yeah. you have Do you have a data backup?
3: Uh, yeah. Fortunately, I do.
2: Smart. <laughs> Good
3: paranoid with that I got probably about ninety
2: eight percent of everything backed up so the only thing here though is because it's eight years old Tom to spend too much time on it yeah it's it's almost not worth it because of the age of the machine you know if you were a client or a customer we wouldn't go too far on it because of the age um, yeah at eight years old it served you well uh, we would have you you know look to replace it because it needs to be replaced anyway something else is gonna fail next yeah
3: right. What, what do I need for a new computer?
2: Uh, well, most ba- the base recommendations I've been giving would be an i5 processor, uh-huh. multiple cores. Um, there's all sorts of flavors of i5, but a good you know two to four core i5 processor, eight to sixteen gigs of RAM. Uh, so- you can do a solid state drive or a hybrid drive. A hybrid has got a bit of a solid state as part of its boot process. Um, and then the rest is up to you as far as you know, how many how
3: many cores did you say it should
2: have? Uh two to four. Two to four.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: More is better.
0: Yeah. More is better.
2: Okay. Yeah. And your gigahertz speed can be in the you know two two point eight to three plus gigahertz as far as the speed of the i five. The thing with the thing with computers, Tom, is that people see i five and then they see a price of three hundred dollars, and then they see i five and they see a price of a thousand dollars, and it's like, well, geez, those thousand dollar guys are ripping me off. No, your i five is just Barely. Right. It's a low-end one, so the specs on this stuff can be variable depending upon the price point that the the manufacturer is trying to go for, and the technology they're putting in the machine. All
3: right. Um, so to get a to get a good one, it needs what a two point
0: eight three speed or
2: something. Yeah, two gigahertz, two point eight gigahertz or better would be nice. And if you're spending between eight hundred dollars and a thousand bucks, it'll give you another eight years of service, like your last one did.
3: Okay. That's All part right. of the deal. Thousand dollars, I'm a
2: little cheap, you know. <laughs> but well, again, you divide that across eight years. Yeah,
3: it's hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Two bucks a week. I right know. <laughs> it's pretty
2: affordable to have a machine that works pretty well for a long time. Would you
0: rent one for ten
2: bucks a month? Yeah, no. <laughs>
3: Would I rent one for ten bucks a
2: month? No. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, don't go too crazy. We'll put some links up for things you can try. But I think you're uh, you're out of luck.
3: I'm dead. Okay. All right, Tom. All right. Thank you. Is there any is there any possibility since that percent went up to just let it run for a while? And sure,
2: it? you can hope, but I don't think it's going to happen. We got a hard break here, Tom. You can hope. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till eleven o'clock on this gorgeous Saturday morning here in Connecticut. One 966 WTIC five two two WTIC. One line open for you. Uh, let's get right to your calls, Tom. I have one more question, then we're going to then we'll get over to Les. But one more question for Tom. Hey, Tom, what do you got?
3: What's the best way to dispose of this computer? And the, do you do anything with the hard drive?
2: Yeah. So uh, you definitely want to take the hard drive out, and you can drill it. Um, with a metal bit, or you could smash it with a hammer, you know, put safety glasses on, that kind of thing. And then you can um, have a company like uh, Green Monster, you can swing by their place in West Hartford, and uh, they'll take it and recycle it for it. I'm not sure if they charge anything for it, but they'll responsibly recycle the materials.
3: Okay. All right. Great. All right. All right. I appreciate your help.
2: Hey, good luck, Tom.
3: Thanks.
2: Yep. Bye-bye. And we did put some links up there as far as what he has for issue as far as that. K-mode exception not handled. It's nasty. Let's go to Les in Coventry. Hey, Les, what's up?
1: Well, I hope I don't end up drilling my hard drive.
2: That's to try to avoid that. <laughs>
1: but <laughs> yeah. um, I came home and found out that my computer was blocked.
2: Your computer was blocked by, like, yeah. a car, by a person, by a desk?
1: Uh, maybe Windows support?
2: Uh, wait, you get an email from somebody saying you got a problem with your computer?
1: Um, it wasn't an email. I came home, and the whole screen had a big blocked um Extortion message out. there,
2: yeah, so what does it say? Les it
1: told me to um oh, the system had detected unusual activity, that's why I was being blocked, and it wanted me to call windows support
0: yeah,
2: that's baloney, <laughs> that's fake,
1: oh okay, you,
0: that's a, from a criminal,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, well, he did a good job because
2: um you didn't do I, it, did you?
1: I sure did oh. <laughs>
2: No, less. how long have you listened to this show?
1: Um, I haven't listened to the show for a while. <sighs> um, I fell for this hook, line, and sicker.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So you let the bad guy in.
1: let the bad guy in, um, but the puzzling thing now is everything seems to be back to normal. Well,
2: nothing was ever broken, by the way.
1: Well, he might have broken things because I let him in. I well, I was expecting lots of damage here.
2: Who knows what he did? So yeah, th- what what this scam is is they get, they're going to try to take three hundred and fifty bucks from you. Is roughly what they took, right?
1: Uh, well, they want. Well, I didn't fall for that. That's when I, that's when I bailed.
2: Oh wait a minute! So you let him in and you said, and he said, "Okay, I'll help you out for money," and you hey, said, "No." I
1: talked to this. I talked to Jack yeah. for an hour. Jack from
2: Microsoft. Yeah, well, it wasn't Jack from Microsoft, but okay. <laughs> no, it might if have you, been Jack.
0: If, if you want to give money, you can call Bob from Microsoft. There you go. <laughs> uh,
2: so you talked to him for an hour, and he hadn't, and then he asked you for a credit card, right?
1: uh well, no, didn't even get to that point. He, this is a good story. Yeah, I want to hear Just it. Just to warn, warn everybody. Yeah. He told me I had the Zeus virus. Ah. Um, I talked to this guy for an hour. Yeah. The only thing I could do—oh, it had infected my I, my personal IP
2: address. Ah, yes.
1: So it infected all my devices. Ooh. You know, I'd carry this with me forever. Is that what he said? Yep. Oh, if wow. I bought another computer,
2: I'd have the same problem because your IP address is infected. Yep, my Just, personal one. <laughs> your personal one, yeah. Just so you <laughs> know, an IP address is a set of numbers. It cannot be infected. Just to, <laughs> if anybody ever tells you that, well, I can sell you a bridge. But go ahead. Well oh, yeah,
1: I might buy a bridge, yeah, um the only solution was he'd go to a third party and buy a firewall for me for five hundred dollars up to fifteen
2: hundred dollars <laughs> you're kidding <laughs> nope, he'd That's, do that for I, that you out of the kindness uh, out of the kindness of his heart he would do this.
1: Um no, he wasn't doing this. This is a third party. He had nothing to do with it. Then oh he, well, you he believe no that. <laughs> his buddy
2: his buddy bad guy he's gonna <laughs> refer you to. Okay.
1: No, no, he's with Microsoft. He's setting up with these guys that um do this for people.
2: Yeah, okay. So that so he would do that for you. What else was he doing on the line? He wasn't on your computer though then. You didn't let him in your machine? I did. Oh.
1: I did. In fact I hit run something.
2: Yes. You let him in.
1: Yep. Figuring this guy was from Microsoft. I
2: know, oh. I know.
1: But when I got to the—along uh, the line, I finally realized this is a scam. Yeah. Um, and so I bailed, and I thought I'd be screwed. I thought I'd be held ransom. Right. But now everything looks like it's back to normal. Uh,
0: right. I would be worried about having a rootkit and some software that's phoning home yeah. at this point. Who,
2: kno- who, kno- who knows.
0: Disclosing all your personal information. You don't do any online purchases or banking, do you?
1: I— I don't do any online banking. I've made a
2: couple of online purchases. Okay. Um no, you probably are I mean I wouldn't worry about too much then unless you think there's something in this
0: I would use a different computer and log in and change your passwords any to any accounts you logged into.
2: Now the other thing too, Les is is there any data on your computer like spreadsheets and taxes and things that a guy like that might want to take? No. Good. No. So I would run I would run a tool like malware bytes. I did. And then it came back for clear. Yep. Okay. To Bob's point, he could Windows Defender. Yep.
1: No problem there.
2: Okay. To Bob's point, you know he could have loaded a tool on there that you know it's it's phoning home. Who knows? Um, May not be phoning home yet. It might be scheduled to phone home later. That's the problem with letting these bad guys on the system. You don't know what they did or what they were doing. And what they were doing is probably trying just to extort you. Not even extort you. Trick you into paying them for help. Eventually, he came back to you and said, "Okay." I'm gonna fix the Zeus virus here if you give me this right money for something. Yep. Yeah. What did yep. he want? Three fifty is the number that I've heard before.
1: Started at uh, four hundred and ninety nine.
2: Four ninety nine, and you talked him, you talked him down.
1: Uh, no, he had options. Four ninety nine. I'm four hundred ninety um, nine. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. And then it went up to fifteen hundred bucks. I didn't even bother looking at what the options were
2: for all these services, quote unquote, that you needed for your infected Zeus IP.
1: Yeah, five hundred for standard, and then it goes up to super deluxe.
2: To oh my goodness! So yeah, these guys have incorporated literally. This is a scam operation that is operating like a, a business to fix something that's not wrong. Yeah. Very very common scam. That pop up you see is based on somewhere you surfed. So somehow okay. you surfed and you got a pop up, and it's a. You can block those things by using um, OpenDNS. Uh, do you, have you used OpenDNS like we were recommended? No. No. So go to our website at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show, dot com. Okay. Which uh, will have instructions as to how to configure Open DNS on your system. That'll greatly reduce your being delivered these malicious pop-ups. Great. What do you use for a browser, Less? Do you use the little beach ball? Do you use the little fox around the world? Or do you use a little E with the halo on it?
1: I've been using um, whatever... Whatever they call Internet Explorer now.
2: Internet Explorer. That's the big. That's the one. That's the worst. So oh,
1: well, the Internet, they they went to Edge. When they, I'm running Windows 10. Yeah. So they have Edge. Whatever. Edge, right? Yeah. Yep.
2: Stop using that. Okay. Um. Go and to Mozilla. The Mozilla or the beach ball, uh, Chrome.
1: Okay. Oh, Chrome. Yeah. All right. I've I've been using Chrome too. Yeah. Now what? this Jack from Microsoft.
2: Well, he's not Jack from Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) You should say Jack from fake Microsoft.
1: (laughs) Okay. yeah, I I shouldn't be slurring Microsoft. Um, Yeah, Jack from fake Microsoft said I was infected through Google Chrome.
2: Ah, yeah. Of course, because he's a a company guy. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's crazy. I'm so sorry, Les, that you got schnookered here. But um, at least you didn't pay him anything.
1: Right. Yep, I came out ahead there.
2: Yeah, and hopefully you didn't give him any identifiable information where he'll call you back and say he's from Microsoft or something like that.
0: Or I'm from Windows. Yeah, from Windows. <laughs> Who
2: knows what they're going to call you. But add these security tools. You've got the uh, Malwarebytes. Is it a professional version running you pay for on Malwarebytes? No, I
1: haven't been paying for
2: it. Alright, well, I would run get the OpenDNS open configured and maybe consider a professional antivirus, either like Malwarebytes or WebRoot. We like WebRoot as a Antivirus tool. Okay. And
1: maybe I should just update malware yeah. or upgrade malware bytes.
2: Yeah, you can. And that way you've got some more professional defenses in place and let this be a lesson to you and everyone else who's out there seeing these pop ups. Unfortunately, this is the second uh, time this week I've heard this happen. It happened to one of our clients who uh, was snooker to himself. Uh, wow. It's a very smart okay. attorney and fell yep. for it. So yep. instead of calling us, he called the phone number. <laughs> you know yeah, you can't make yeah. it up.
1: if I was well he caught me at a perfect time. Yeah. and scared me. Yeah. um and I bought into the Microsoft thing. Once I thought I was dealing with Microsoft, I let my guard down.
2: What what is so friendly and happy about them anyways, even if it was them? Why would you Why do people trust Microsoft like they trust their I don't know. Give me a th- uh, like they trust their 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 minister. Why would you call Microsoft because they I mean I don't even understand that.
1: Well, it is you have a problem, and it's, don't forget they've got my personal IP. Uh, yes, the, <laughs> yes, they do. And you've got to do something, and that seems to be the option. I that guess. was that was my thinking. Yeah. You know, who know. else? Who else do I turn to? I can't wait till
2: Saturday and talk yeah. to you guys. Well, we—that's uh, I uh, hear you. He
0: so, who implanted your personal IP? Because you know they didn't have IP addresses before 1970.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's a good yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: your personal IP address. Well, Les, thank you for the story, and hopefully it's helped other folks to not fall for this. And you're going to do a few things to improve your security so it happen- the-, the chances are less.
1: I will, and I'll be spending more time listening to your show. There you go. All right, okay, Les. Thank you, guys.
2: Yeah, our pleasure. Okay. All right, thanks. bye-bye. Bye now. Uh, you know what it is, though. He's right. I mean y- – y- these bad guys use, the, you know, hey, this is Microsoft calling it. But I'm not so sure why we should be so trusting of anybody these days, whether it's a phone call anymore or email. Which company is the one that you think is out looking out for you? <laughs> Who is looking out for you? Um, I don't know that I would trust almost any company. Especially one you haven't contracted with Microsoft. They're not doing anything Why out of the kindness of their you hearts. they right
0: out of the blue, telling yeah. you you got a problem with your computer? Well, in this
2: case, it was a pop-up. It looked like the computer was right. telling was them. Right,
0: was on his computer. But yeah. the point is, that's a, that's a how many trick. times have I gotten the phone call you get a lot, from right? somebody claiming to be <clears> from Microsoft I know. and saying, you have a problem with your computer? Yeah. And I tell I don't have any computers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they don't believe me. I know. Personal IP address, just so you guys know. That is not a thing. Yes, you can have a fixed IP address that you pay for, uh, but your your IP address can't be infected, per se. It's not, it's it's not infectable. And it belongs to your ISP, not to you. Right. It would be like having your phone number infected. It can't happen. So we're going to step out for a quick break. Four lines on this gorgeous Saturday morning. Feel free to get online or Bob and I will start talking about our kids. We'll do it. one 800 966 wtic Uh, feel free to get online Uh, the toll-free number anywhere in the in the country we'd love to hear from you 800-966-WTIC we'll be right back and we are back this is computer talk with tab on this lovely saturday morning feel free to get online 800-966-WTIC 522-WTIC we have four lines open wide for you guys i know you're doing anything else but thinking about your computer i don't blame you I've got a uh, project ahead of me that I'm dreading this afternoon because I'm not that handy. I think I've told you that. I got to put something together. And anytime I have to put something together, I worry about it falling down eventually. It's just, I don't know how to do that. This is the same way maybe you guys deal with computers. That's how I feel about putting something together <laughs> mechanically. So. That'll be my afternoon, probably my whole weekend, because I'll probably put it together backwards or upside down, or there's going to be something in the manual that says, after you you go through the whole thing, it says, before you do any of this, do this first. They always put that at the end of the manual, right? But nobody reads the manual, right? And then you find out, as you go through steps down to steps 18, it says, oh, by the way, you should have done this at step two.
0: Well, how about the instruction manuals that only have pictures and no words?
2: Oh, I know, oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Yeah. And the pictures aren't that good. So as we wait for your calls, so feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We do want to get to some more tech news as we wait.
0: Okay. Toyota's electric vehicle program is getting sped way up, Report says. Toyota, <clears> huh? <throat> the company that put hybrid vehicles on the map is, oh, they were since 1998, I think, been yeah. doing the Prius. I yeah. didn't check the date, but the company that put hybrid vehicles on the map is now playing catch-up in developing fully electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Toyota is a company that got a very early start on the whole gasoline electric hybrid boom, yep. made tons of money, and then kept on iterating and improving that idea. Right. As a result, its hybrid vehicles are some of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Some days it only gets 48 miles to the gallon. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, most of the time it's better. I can tell you that from first Right, you have experience. a hybrid, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but as the rest of the industry and the public's interest both move in the direction of full electrification, mm-hmm. Toyota has to play catch-up. That's why Toyota has decided to speed up its electrification timeline, according to a report Friday by Rotors. Yep. Or Reuters. Reuters, or Reuters, everything. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> it plans to get half of its sales from EVs by 2025. Wow. That would be a tall order for any company, but Toyota has vast resources. Talented engineers and an iron will so we can believe it can happen. Toyota's big hurdle on the road to electrification will come when it tries to find sources for battery cells in the kind of numbers it needs to meet its goals. Toyota makes a
2: lot of cars, not just in this country, but all over the world. Well, they'll probably get it from Panasonic the same way Tesla is. They're
0: going to go to China. China, So they're going to go to China, yeah. Mm. So, But it's already looking to Chinese cell producers to help fill its needs. I just hope they uh, build them to Toyota's specifications. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> we consider ourselves as a maker of electric vehicle batteries, going back to when we developed the battery for the Pri- for the Prius. Yep. yep. R- Reuters reports. <laughs> Toyota Executive Vice President Shigeki Tarashi, I hope I pronounced mm. that right, said yep. during a briefing. But there may be a gap between the amount of batteries we can produce and the amount of batteries we may need. Couple that with Toyota's battery technology research, Mm -hmm. both into uh, improving lithium-ion chemistry to make it less rare Mm mineral-intensive and working toward bringing solid-state battery tech to market. And things could get very exciting. All this talk of electric vehicles shouldn't make you think that Toyota is abandoning its commitment to hydrogen fuel cell vehicles.
2: That's another good option, yeah. Probably a better one.
0: They've had them out. They sell them in uh, other countries. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, Toyota execs have repeatedly stated that they believe fuel cell technology is the future of zero-emissions vehicles yeah. and will continue to develop it.
2: Good. So, uh, the, I do, too. I the, think that's the, the better way to go. The hydrogen is
0: better than electric because right. it takes carbon fuels mm-hmm. to produce the electricity. That's right. what a lot of people don't understand. And <laughs> right. building the uh, batteries produces more emissions, you know what I mean? Over the lifetime of the Basically, car. Basically, you get— double the emissions just producing the batteries. Yeah. So it's not as clean as people think. Right. The cars themselves might be clean, but
2: right.
0: you know, the what it takes to produce them. So the hydrogen fuel cell, what I wanted to get to yeah. is being stopped in this country because the government won't won't stand behind it. Yeah, they won't allow uh the regulations to what it needs.
2: Hey Matt, should I go to Bob real quick? Uh well, we're coming against the break. So we have Bob and Waterbury, who's got a question about batteries and wants to talk about batteries. We have three lines open for you, eight hundred nine six six wtic 522-WTIC. Uh, feel free to get online over the news here. Everything we've talked about so far today has been posted over at Computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go to Facebook and you're still on Facebook and you, uh, you like Tab computer systems and Mark Zuckerberg deems the newsworthy, it'll get into your news feed. And if you follow us on Twitter, I don't know if you have time for that. I don't know how anybody has time for following anybody on Twitter. But if you do and you follow us at Tab Computer TabComputerSys, um, these will get into your Twitter feed as well. So uh, stick around. Feel free to get online, guys. It's going to be one of those days because I know it's gorgeous out there. We've got plenty of lines open because, again, you're all doing something else, <laughs> enjoying the weather. But we're here if you've ever had trouble uh, getting on the show. So uh, feel free to give us a ring. We'll be right back.